Hi, and welcome to the Local Church Podcast. I'm Jake Chambers, and I get to be the host of this podcast. And we are a church plant, a little church community, learning to be with Jesus together in Gate Harbor in Port Orchard, Washington. We're not experts, but learners, learning not just about Jesus, but how to be with Jesus, to be still, to be present, to be local, to be with Jesus in this moment, enjoying him together. So whether you've been following Jesus for decades or are just now starting to explore him, you can come, learn with us, learn to be with Jesus together with us. May you be blessed by this podcast and may more and more of heaven be breaking into your life into Gig Harbor, into Port Orchard, so that it might be on earth as it is in heaven. Thanks for listening. Names over numbers. The book of Colossians ends uh, with Paul sending all sorts of personal greetings and just listing off all these different names, Luke saying hello, Epaphras praying deeply for people, uh, Aristarchus saying hello, saying, hey, let's say hello to Nympha and the, the church in her home, and um, a personal message to Archippus, make sure you, you uh, tell him this. Um, Paul saying, I'm sending this greeting from, from me, Paul. And Tychicus will tell you more about what's going on. And, and you just see these deep relationships, people sending greetings, stories being shared. Hey, we're going to send this person to share the story, share a personal update, what's going on. And it's a very, it's a, just a picture of people visiting, uh, being sending visitors back and forth. And it's a picture of a deeply relational church, a, co- a community that, loves and knows one another that sends personal encouragement to one another and Paul could have sent a big list of numbers he could have sent a numbers update hey we reached this many people over there how many people do you have there and you just see that is names over numbers not that numbers can't be important Uh, numbers can represent people Uh, but in scripture and in Paul's life people are never numbers numbers can maybe represent people but Uh, People are always above and beyond and more than numbers. We see the emphasis on names over numbers. A deeply relational church sharing the deep things of God together. And what we talked about, what I want to talk about for this uh, community reflection and reminder is that it's not easy to fight for the relational church in our culture. And I want to talk about three cultural realities they can leak into the church and make it difficult um, to be the church, a church of deep relationships, rather than fall into these cultural realities. Number one is the cultural reality of consumerism. Uh, we live in a consumeristic culture where people are used to gain loyalty to an idea or product. Um, literally, you become what you buy. What are your interests and what do you purchase? And when you keep coming back to purchase it, um, you can begin to even I- identify with what you purchase. Uh, Apple has used that so well, and there's been actual books written about um, how they get people to identify as an Apple user, as a Mac user, and that they've had some of the most brilliant advertising 
and making their consumers seem like this creative, rebellious, free spirit, against the man um, type of consumer. And you literally form this consumeristic identity around this product and that's the goal um, of so much of marketing is is to get you to become what you buy and what happens is this consumerism leaks into the church and the church no longer becomes about forming deep relationships around the deep things of God but becomes about keeping consumers happy entertained and coming back and the people shift from being disciples to becoming consumers and it goes both ways and you get um, consumers demanding the church give more entertainment and programs and the church trying to come up with more entertainment and programs to keep consumers coming um, and it leaks into the church and it is it's it's dangerous um, for the health of what the church is meant to be second culture reality um, is this cultural reality of friends and friendship um, no longer being intimate relationships where you're known and loved and love and knowing um, but it being the number of people literally friends that you have on social media the number of friends followers and fans um, and us getting our worth um, based on the people that see our post or status updates so friends are no longer the people you share deep things with um, and share, share the hardest parts of your life or the joys and triumphs with, but they're people you share post and status updates with. Um, and in this, you become your likes. You are your likes. Uh, and it becomes very number-driven. You are the number of likes you have and the number of fans and followers you have. It becomes all about quantity over the quality. Um, and this can leak into the church, and church can become numbers-driven. A church can uh, be considered healthy or relevant or important, uh, not based on a people knowing and loving God and knowing and loving one another, but based on the number of people and the number of interest and the number of downloads and the number of all those things becomes uh, what defines the church you are your like your likes you are your numbers third culture reality is uh, just the culture reality of, of business over a family and community it's the utilitarianness of relationships the I scratch your back you scratch mine um, completely functional functional relationships and what happens is when this leaks into the church um, people feel not as not as people to be loved and known but instead as people um, that are used to, to reach another end um, and we just see this increasing and increasing in culture I think of sports and sorry for non-sports fans but um, even the difference between like the 90s and early 2000s of say take something like um the nba uh, when i was growing up you know the superstars the michael jordans and even later the kobe bryant's the Allen iverson's the kim olajuwon's uh, these star players would would stay uh, with one team 
um, basically their whole careers, um, maybe till the very tail end. Um, you know, I think of guys like Carl Malone and Gary Payton who joined like another team at the very end of their careers, but in, in the prime of their careers, they would stay with one team all the way through. That one team would be deeply loyal to them. They would be deeply loyal to that team. And now in the NBA, it's it's what have you done for me lately. It's very uh, utilitarian. Uh, now the superstars, you get LeBron James. He has been with the Cavs, then to Miami Heat, then back to the Cavs, and now over to the Lakers. Kevin Durant, the Thunder, the Warriors, the Brooklyn Nets, Chris Paul, uh, started with the Hornets originally, and that I think became the Pelicans, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to lose you, and the Clippers, and then the Rockets, but anyways, sorry again to the non-sports fans that um, I'm losing in this one. The point being, the days of a star player staying with mostly one team for most of his career in the NBA are completely gone. It's more utilitarian. Um, and this, again, leaks even into the church. You get... Um, You get a people uh, that begin to feel uh, used and you can get that I scratch your back, you scratch mine um, leaking into what should have been discipleship relationships or even worse, uh, it ha begins to filter our relationship with God where we feel like, well, God, um, if you give me this, I'll do that. Or if you do that, I'll do this. But otherwise, no thank you. And so it's hard to have deep relationships and be a relational church in the midst of our own sin, in the midst of um, Satan's attacks, in the midst of these cultural realities. Um, but I want to talk about three kingdom realities uh, that spur us on towards the relational church. Um, one is the Imago Dei. Um, this is that we are created in the image of God. Uh, that we are persons. We're not just individuals to be used for consumption but God has made us um, each with this incredible value and worth in his image made to be known to be listened to to be cherished to be protected to be cared for um, to be loved and and God loves you he, he loves us this is the kingdom reality of the beauty of Imago Dei Two. The Creator, the Almighty, knows your name. He knows your name. It's, it's names over numbers in the kingdom. And that's again what I think Paul reflects at the end of this book of Colossians. Is he's sharing names, sending persons who have names, who have stories, to share in the other person's name and story. These deeply relational churches that know one another's names, share in one another's stories and dreams and prayers and are known by a God who knows their name. Uh, Jesus says in John 10, 14 that, um, that his sheep know him and he knows them. Um, if you are a follower of Jesus, Jesus knows you and you get to know him. And part of what it means to be the relational church is to be known and to know Jesus. To be known and to know Jesus. 
Number three, our relationship with Jesus is anything but utilitarian. It cost him everything to love us. He's the good shepherd that laid down his life for the sheep. Um, it's, it's not I scratch your back, you scratch mine. Uh, it's Jesus has done everything, all the work on the cross as he's dying. John 19.30, he says, it is finished. It is Jesus has done everything. And it cost him everything to love you, to know you, to pursue you. And we get the gift of relationship with him, which is a great gift of grace. And so because of these three kingdom realities, uh, we get to have three biblical responses as the church. One, we get to be a deeply relational church. We get to be a church where we know Jesus not just as a good idea uh, to consume or sign up for, but we get to know the person of Jesus. Um, we get to love him. We get to hear from him. We get to share our dreams and our sorrows and our pains and our triumphs and our wishes and our thoughts and hopes with him. And he speaks them back to us. We get to know just not the idea of Jesus, but the person of Jesus. Number two, we get to respond by being about names, not numbers. We get to put names over numbers. We get to respond um, by declaring the name above all names, the name of Jesus. And we get to respond by getting to know one another's names and, and stories and share in one another's personhood, not just be obsessed with numbers. And number three, we get to have relationship as an end in itself. Um, relationship is not a means to some other end for our God. Um, for our God, the end is that we get to share in deep relationship with the Father, Son, and Spirit forever and ever and ever. As friends, as worshipers, as saints, as sons and daughters, as citizens of heaven, we get to share in this the deepest of relationships forever and ever. Relationship is, is not a means to some other end for our God. And so we get to have relationships as an end in itself with one another. We get to love one another just for the joy of loving one another. Um, we get to encourage and pray with and for one another just for the joy of getting to pray with and for one another and to encourage one another. We get relationships with God and with one another as a beautiful end in itself. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Local Church Podcast. We are a church in Gig Harbor in Port Orchard that is learning to be with Jesus together. If you'd like to know more, you could find us on Instagram at localchurchgh or online at localchurchgh.com. Feel free to reach out to us and we can get you directions to a gathering. We meet every Sunday at 1030 a.m. and you are invited. We'd love to see you there. With that, let me leave you with this blessing. May the love of God the Father and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you.